0: Three, two, one. we are back. Hey, guys. Welcome to August 3rd. And hopefully, I'm not the first one to let you know that it's August 3rd.
1: Wakey, wakey. That's true. <laughs> wakey, wakey. <laughs>
0: um, we've got a fun show for you guys today. Um, and please do make sure you're listening to our Sunday podcast. Julie and I get some of the strangest feedback uh, <laughs> you know, after our Sunday podcast is where we basically just talk about whatever's on our minds for... Really, until we're done talking. Yesterday, it was for ninety minutes, but a lot of the conversation we had, based on the feedback we had, was um, very meaningful. And and you know, so Julie and I's approach to mindset and motivation, and all that is not the raw, raw sort of approach. And you know, all that stuff has a place. We're not discounting it. But what we like to do is we keep things very practical. We like to keep things very, um, you know, mentally and emotionally attainable. So then the financial aspects of it are uh, easier to accomplish. And that's what we did yesterday on the podcast. So in case you didn't listen, please go back and listen. And also, um, I am told by Podbean that we now have well over 3,000 podcasts, which actually I think might be a mistake. I think it's more like fifteen or 1,600, but that's I'm going to find out. Yeah. But the um, you guys yeah. can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts from the past... I don't even know how many years we've been doing this. We're one of the original, you know, we, we were doing podcasting back before podcasting was even um, something beyond, um, yeah. you know, podcasting, the term was created by Apple And back when we started doing our podcasting, there was only like two or three places, including iTunes, where you could even listen to a podcast. And Blog Talk Radio was the other one. And that's where we started with. And now there's just dozens of places that syndicate podcasts. And podcasts now have become uh, probably what many experts are arguing are going to be the most influential form of media and communications and high-level dissemination of information since the Gutenberg Press. If that's just a bunch of nerdy stuff that doesn't mean anything, don't worry about it. Here's the moral of the story. If you don't have a podcast, it's become incredibly easy to start one, and you should all seriously think about doing it. Because podcasting, more than video, more than blog posts, uh, is going to create a very powerful, to use an old SEO term, long tail podcast. Um, benefit to you as you, um, you know, as you scale out your your real estate practice, and as you scale out any other business that you decide to focus on, because podcasting is something that people have the the behavioral patterns around podcasting are unique. Whereas video, you have to sit and watch it, right? Or a blog post, you have to sit and read it. With podcasting, people multitask. They'll go and do their laundry and take their kids to school. And what we're seeing happening is a lot of people are listening to our podcast at what appears to be the same time every single day on their way to work, while they're at. Gym gym, you know, whatever. Right. And so that's going to be, once you've integrated yourself through having earned the right to basically be part of those, you know, your listeners lives on a regular basis, because you're, you know, you're able to, and essentially you're able to syndicate and disseminate enough quality information that they want you part of their lives on an ongoing basis. Once you get that number up to around a thousand, then it really starts to take off. Um, A lot of people start podcasts and they get discouraged because they, you know, essentially don't pick up enough listeners and whatnot, but... I know people, real estate people that have started podcasts that had like five downloads, right? Nobody was really listening. It's probably all their mom trying to make them feel better. And like, you know, six months later, they had like 500. And then a year later, they had like, you know, two or 3,000. You're thinking, well, two or 3,000, what's that? That's two or or 3,000 people that decided to listen to whatever you had to say and took the time to actually download you and listen to you off their mobile devices for the most part. So it's a major, major opportunity for all of you. And the best part of podcasting, other than the time. It's absolutely free. Um, so do seriously consider starting your own podcast. I didn't mean to start uh, talking about podcasts today, but Julie, welcome to today's <laughs> show.
1: Weren't why, why podcasts named that because of the iPod isn't that weird? Oh, I don't I'm even scared. know. It's I, a, I think a lot of lies. our listeners don't even know. It's so funny how long ago the iPod actually was. Now, yeah, maybe. And replaced by, of course, iPhones. But anyway, very interesting stuff. Yeah. And they should. And we do have a lot of coaching clients that have their own podcasts. And and uh, you know, uh, one of our clients in in uh, Washington, he does an instant offer thing on his podcast. Get a lots of great listing leads from it. He occasionally will uh, do buy and sell for clients, or he'll buy and flip himself. So lots of different uses. All right, so we wanted to talk about a quick little but very impactful topic that I'm doing with a lot of elite coaching clients, and we'll certainly touch on it in Premier Coaching, and that's called On Track Ahead or Behind. This is a fun game that I like to play with putting coaching clients on the spot. First of all, first question is, do you even know if you're on track ahead or behind? It assumes that you had a plan. It assumes that you know what your magic number is, number of listings you gotta have at all times to meet or exceed your transaction, uh, you know, your income goals based on your transactions. Uh, But, you know, we're talking about coaching clients here. So most of them know, right? So in order for you to figure this out on track, ahead or behind, you've gotta know a few things. One is define that, what is on track? Well, that would mean that you're doing the number of transactions that you said back in January or December when you set your original plan. If you said, I gotta do four deals per month, based on my average net commission of five grand per month in order to meet or exceed my goals. And if you're doing that, you're on track. A lot of our coaching clients are actually ahead, which is fantastic. We have
0: coaching clients that are actually going to make like more, money, ahead. Ma- more money than they did all of last year. It's and, incredible. But the reason is, is because the, you know hard to sell inventory in a lot of these markets. They're, it's selling.
1: Yes, it's selling and yeah. it's selling fairly quickly. Um, one of my clients this morning also pointed out the fact that not only is her stuff selling consistently quickly, but also her expenses are as small as they've ever been in the history of most of her career because she's not having to have stuff sit on market long and market it forever. Now, there are some exceptions, of course, as you go high-end in some of the condo markets in Manhattan, there's always exceptions. But in, in the markets that are still starved for inventory, Not only are you selling stuff fast and more of it, but they have not that many expenses, so they're saving tons of money. Yep. So one of the things that we did this morning is we actually raised her goal because she is absolutely on track. And this is somebody who's very accurate with tracking her numbers. So in order to recalibrate that goal, we had to know a few things. How many deals is she selling per month that are listings, that are buyers? What's her lead flow look like? What is her spokes? How is she getting her business? What's her average net commission? Okay. So then we could say she went, she's considering raising her goal by 200,000 GCI. we have got five months left. Why not? We figured out. Yep. So, so how do you go about doing that was the conversation. Well, we want to know what her actual history was this year to be on track. Then to raise it by 200,000, we divide into 200,000 GCI her average net commission, and that pumps out how many deals we had to find. Okay, so now it gets better from there. In her case, I believe that was uh, about 24 more deals in five months, which she can do based on her history. Okay, so the next thing that makes it even more fun, okay, let's say it is 24 deals. Now we look at her lead follow-up. How many deals can she already identify of that 24?
0: So you're saying how many more deals you are hiding... You and I hi- used to do
1: this all the time, you remember.
0: How many deals are hiding in the leads that yes. she's already got, That's that right. she's just being lazy? And you're talking not just leads as a new lead, you're talking in her, uh, maybe her pending contracts and just basically everybody Every, that she should looking be... looking at everything. That she yeah. should be asking yes. and, and be more deliberate with asking for a referral business.
1: Yes. Well, and in this particular client's case, she's, she's pretty frosty on the lead follow-up. And she can identify probably, we have some from last weekend that she's got to dive into, but she's probably can identify six to eight out of 24 needed deals to increase by 200,000. What does that mean? It means that she has people that she's following up on who should be listing in the next two to four weeks who are highly motivated and should both list, sell, and close yet this year. Ah. See what I'm saying? So it's not that she has to find 24 new deals. Before we go thinking like that, we have to say, what's right in front of you? that you can convert. And then we know the real number of new deals she's got to find. And, some, and we also talked about the fact that it's not always hiding in your lead conversion. Sometimes for some of our listeners, it's actually in your existing listing inventory and you're one price reduction away from making that a deal. Yep. But you're sitting on it because you think the market's going to sell it for you. Now, in her case, she didn't have anything, even her hardest to sell property sold last week. But it, you know, it can happen for different Just places. for an
0: interest's sake, and I won't get you too far off track because okay. this is a good topic. It's
1: okay, basically there.
0: Well, how many of the deals would be fascinating for you to go through your, uh, all of her closed deals? Mm-hmm. Like maybe the ones she has pending now because she'll remember those probably. Mm-hmm. And when she originally had the original initial conversation yes. with each of those, you know, deals yeah. that are about to pay her. That's right. And if she were to do that, because you know this, what's the first name of this client? Tammy. Uh, I don't think I know Tammy.
1: You do. You met her at
0: one of our events. Oh, okay. In
1: Virginia.
0: Oh, I think I do remember Tammy. She has children, a bunch of kids, right? that's right. Okay, I remember Tammy. Very experienced. Very nice lady. Yes, that's right. Um, So if Tammy were to uh, go and look at how many pendings she has right now, do you remember her number?
1: I don't remember the pending number offhand.
0: Okay. And she were to figure out when the initial conversation happened with those people and also what the real source was. Yes. The real source conversation is something a lot of agents get screwed up on in their heads. And I know we did. Um, because, mm-hmm. so this is, I'll give you guys a, for example, if you go through your list of closings you've had so far this year, and I, you know, I realize we're uh, speaking aspirationally for some of you, cause you guys are saying, I'd love to have to, you know, figure out how to make to two, another $200,000 okay. a year and I can make it from my existing deals. I get it. But you guys need to start attaching yourselves emotionally to the fact that, um you can be right in this position too it just takes stick to itedness. and my question with regards to when did these original you know conversations you know when did they originate because here's what the answer is inevitably some of them probably st- happened 1920 days ago mm-hmm. but a majority of the deals that are paying her now probably started 6 months or longer ago and some of you guys lose track of the fact that if you're making money now it's from the work you did, as Julie and I are fond of saying, the past you, right? Yeah. So if you are making, if you're, you know, doing great right now, it's you need to thank the past version of you. If you're doing horrible right now, you need to, you know.
1: Kick the past you in the pants. And that's get right. To work.
0: And then you got to you know, yeah. move yourself forward six months to a year and ask yourself if the future version of you, whether that future version of you is going to be wanting to, you know, kick the current version of you in the ass or whether or not that future version of you is going to be saying, you know, good job, Julie. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really where it comes out, comes down to. And now, here's the other little interesting thing. So you have to know, at least know conceptually, that a deal that you, a conversation that you start today in a market like this, this time of year during a pandemic and a recession and all that stuff yeah. is probably going to result in a paycheck maybe 120 days. And in some markets, 180 days from now. And our market, when Jules and I sold real estate, now given this was a billion years ago, but the average days in the market in the MLS was 181 days. That was just normal. And we could brag about our average days in the market being 121 days. That was seen as something we could brag about on listing. Presentations. And I remember when it dropped to 93 days. The sellers thought we could walk on water because it was half the time of a, but still, you guys emotionally are not even ready to, you know, deal with that. So then there's the time it takes from initial contact. But here's the other thing that gets screwy. Some of you guys are not really good at tracking, and it's very easy to make this mistake. If you have multiple lead generation spokes, you know, and maybe one's centers of influence and past clients, another is, you know, you're, you're prospecting your, uh, it expires and for sale by owner maybe another thing is you're uh, just different sources, right? You have different sources of lead generation and then you get a listing lead and someone calls you out to list their house and you're on the you – know, let's say you're smart and you're using our seller prequalification script and you go to the point where, you know, why did you decide to have Julie and I come out and talk with you about you hiring us the job of selling your home or whatever it says in the script – And then what that seller is going to do is they're going to give you the first answer that comes to their mind. They might say, well, I got your postcard when you sold my neighbor's house. Or they might say something similar to that. But it's not until you ask the secondary, ask that question again, will you really find out the true source? And that's where life starts to get more interesting. Because if you just take – you really have to know why that seller – and you know we're focused primarily on helping you guys become listing agents in our coaching company. So why did that seller uh, decide to hire you in the first place? Never assume that the first answer that they give you is the actual answer because it's almost followed by if you ask the secondary question, then you'll, dis- you'll self-discover it's because – it was some other, maybe it was a personal connection or maybe it was because you actually had contact with them, you know, three years ago and you made a good impression on them because they walked through one of your open houses. The better, more factual, precise e- information you have. Yeah the better decisions you're going to make in your business because then what you'll discover is nobody says social networking.
1: You right, know? and there may be multiple sources too, right? So maybe they got your postcard and they know you from school, you know, your kids go to the same school, and you were nice to them at an open house. Right. You know? So I, I like hearing that as a coach because that shows that you've got multiple spokes working in tandem and you're doing a good job, you know, now,
0: now, with that said, if you truly want to be successful long-term, and we teach you this in our book, Harris Rules, available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, almost four hundred five star reviews. Um, the, one of the things we want you to do is we want you to have multiple lead generation spokes, right? But the mistake that most agents do is they, make, they focus on the easiest, least predictable, and um, frankly, least beneficial spokes first. They do all the passive stuff first, and that creates a lot of uncertainty in your business and increases your likelihood of having your business fail. So what you need to do is you need when you're really truly wanting to take your business to the next level embrace the concept that essentially all of everything that you want in life is on the other side of doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level so julie and i love to ask this question because you all know the answer even though you try to deny it right Mm -hmm. so if you had to take to julie's like if you had to take 10 listings between now and the end of the year you have five listings to take five months to take 10 listings some of you could do it no problem like julie's coaching client Mm -hmm. right others of you would have no clue how to do it at least you wouldn't necessarily know how to do it because you hadn't done it before but most of you would eventually put the thoughts in your head together um, okay, well, I can't probably buy enough leads to generate consistent 10 listings by the end of the year. So I'm probably going to have to learn how to pick up the phone and call Fisbos and expireds. I'm probably going to have to learn how to work with notice defaults. I'm probably going to have to learn how to work with short sales. I'm probably going to have to learn how to work with probate. I'm probably going to have to do all the real work of real estate that requires skill. But see how you guys all know they that you have- know.
1: Every time they Of know. course they do. Yeah. They just deny it. They like to hide out from the
0: truth. They do. And, it's, and why though? It's because ultimately you guys have to deal without why yourselves in some cases it's just straight up lazy other cases it's lack of exposure to the fact that the smart way to build your business is you know essentially doing the heavy lifting leads lead generation first as far as your primary spokes but here's what you'll discover and here's what you'll discover consistently once you get good at the proactive lead generation the other stuff the fluff stuff that's very inconsistent that sometimes doesn't work but requires a lot of your money frankly you might choose to never do and that's the revelation that most of you will never experience because you never learn how to do the real work of real estate. Anything you want to tag on Well, to that? It's,
1: you know, I think it is harder for this generation of agents because the stuff that poses as work, you know, the stuff that, like a lot of the social media stuff and just listed, just sold calls, the, the non-confrontational types of things look like work, you know, like so the made-up work covers the real work of real estate because you feel like you did something, but that only lasts for a while. You know, you can just bang away at that kind of thing for a couple of weeks and then you wonder where your results are and then you have to get serious. So the longer you piddle around with things that pose as work, that aren't the real work, the longer you're dragging it out. Because you do know what the answer is, of course
0: they do. Of course you do. It's like all the, write down a list of piece on a piece of paper or, or wherever of all the things you don't want to do in your real estate business, and then put a little star by each of the <laughs> things that uh, of the things you don't want to do that would lead uh, to a paycheck in the least amount of time. Yeah, it's and, the same, and you'll find out <laughs> it's the same thing. Now, but isn't that fascinating? You guys profess that you want to make money. You guys profess that you want to basically you know become listing agents and all the rest of it. We tell you what to do, and then so many of you just basically go la la la. I didn't hear you. La, La la la. Yeah, I'm going to go back and make some Facebook videos or I'm going to do a TikTok video. Oh. And that's, that's look, you can do that, but understand there's a cost and the cost is essentially the future. You being disappointed with the present version of you. So how much longer are you going to let that go on in your lives? It's a lifestyle.
1: It is. is. They've got to come. So homework for them is to play the game on track ahead or behind. Right. And you know, the math works the same. So even if you find out that you're behind, you still figure out how far are you behind by identifying how much money that is divided by your net average commission. That'll tell you how many deals you're behind by. If you're severely behind, you can decide to declare it a new year and just start fresh. But if you're only behind by like six or eight deals, go identify those deals. That's what the job is. And before I get to Premier Coaching, I'd like to end with we used to do things I like and things I hate. Well, well, before that, well, you
0: do, I have a question, though, yeah. because we need to give these guys better direction. You're talking about somebody who's kicking ass and having a great year. What if you are, if you're behind?
1: Well, that's what I was just talking about. If you are behind, identify by how much money. Okay, so I'm behind by X number of dollars, and so that's a number. Divide that by your average net commission. That'll tell you how many deals you're behind by. How many deals can you identify? It's the same math. You're just, you know, behind instead of ahead.
0: And if you want a real drilled down uh, map to follow, uh, just use our 90-day massive action plan, which you can get for free for texting the word survival to 31996. And it's one of the, I think, seven books, links that we uh, send back to you. You just literally, the real estate um, 90-day massive action plan, that is what it's called, right? I get these confused sometimes. You thought of all these names. 90-day massive action plan tells you exactly what you should be doing over the exact next 90 days, day by day. Um, And when you, you, you guys should absolutely be taking advantage of that, just text the word survival to 31996. And you're also, when you do that, you're also entitled to become a member of our free coaching program, which gives you access to a daily semi-private coaching call. Julie, you have time. We want to hear the things you love.
1: Well, I don't have a thing I hate because, you know, I have to just turn on the news for that, but uh, things I love. All right. So for all of the craziness in 2020. 2020 did do something right, and that was get our astronauts back to Earth, splashing down. Yesterday. Of, uh, hasn't happened since 1975, that kind of landing. But boy, was that spectacular to watch. And it, the whole beginning to end with their trip to ISS and their trip back, textbook, everything went great. Just, you know, I mean, you and I are kind of fans of Elon Musk because he's such a big thinker. But what an accomplishment. So I just had to point that out. The 2020 is not full of, I mean, it is full of crazy dramatic stuff, you know, murder hornets and the like, but there are also a lot of really brightly shining things that are going well. You just have to look a little harder for them.
0: Well, there's a total reset that's happening over a lot of things that have needed reset for a long period of time. So Julie <laughs> is literally walking off to go to Premier Coaching. Julie, did you hey, take, do you want to take your phone? Okay, and um, yes. Yeah, so those of you who are in premier coaching, make sure you attend the daily semi-private coaching calls live. You can then have direct access on um, some days where Julie's running the call herself, which is happening today. Others days, our coaches do it. So if you're in the if you want to join the free coaching program, just text the word survival to three one nine nine six. Text the word survival to three one nine nine six. And starting, I think next week, we're going to start having um, an added uh, daily coaching call. For our paid uh, Premier Coaching members, where after the um, one that she's doing now, which is essentially over a webinar, after that session's over, then there's going to be a the the you know <laughs> the party's going to continue, but only for members on our private Facebook page, where you guys are going to log in and you're going to be able to have the coach sitting there, you know, answering your questions, and you're going to be able to directly communicate with the other members that uh, attend those sessions in Premier Coaching, and that's going to have multitudes of bene- benefits to you. The obvious one being that you're going to learn to do some, you know, make some money helping people in your real estate business. But you're also going to make more connections with other top producing agents from around the country and potentially exchange referrals. So we are improving everything that we're doing in anticipation of next year being a dramatically different year in real estate and we know that when there's a huge you know change that happens in any industry but let alone the entire economy which is obviously taking place now the need for people to get educated up it goes through the roof and that's what's going to be taking place the rest of this year into next year uh, the first thing that all of you need to be doing is joining the um, you know, the free coaching program. Just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Please understand that the free coaching program is a smidge of the content that we provide as the normal coaching program, but at least it's a great place for you to get started. So you guys, that is your homework. Text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. Text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. In the meantime, guys, if you need me for anything, text me directly at 512-758-0206. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate agents in the United States and maybe even the world. Have a great day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with
1: Tim and Julie Harris.